0: Today, we are talking about how to be awesome at having lots of energy. One of the questions I get asked the most is, how do you have so much energy and do you sleep? So today, that's what I'm tackling. There are so many things I do in my day and at certain times during the day to prime myself to have lots of energy, to wake up full of life and ready for the day, to not crash in the afternoons, and to prime my mind so I have mental energy. That way, I have nice full days. Whether it's being productive with work or things that need to be done on the house or having the energy and the excitement to do something fun with my husband or go on an adventure with my kids. To me, life is an energy game. So in this episode, I'm sharing all the hacks and everything I've learned for setting yourself up to have lots of energy every day. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited you are listening today with me. And I think that this one is going to be really fun and really informative. And this is one that I'm doing in response really to questions and emails and direct messages that I get because people ask me quite a bit. How do you do this, or how do you do this, or how do you do so much, or how do you have the energy to do this? So that's what we're tackling today. I love talking about energy. I talk a lot about positive energy, and we'll touch on that too. But this episode is more about just having energy in general, not being so worn down and tired that you can't have nice, full days most days. Now, of course, there are going to be days when we don't feel well, or we didn't sleep well, or, you know, we're going to have off days no matter what, right? So I'm not talking about those days. Of course, sometimes we all just have those days and you kind of have to live through them and give yourself a pass and, you know, be kind and gentle with yourself and understand what it is. But that should be rare. That should listen to your body and do what feels right. But that should be there. That should be separate. We're not talking about those days. We're talking about most days. Most days, when we want to wake up and feel excited and alive and ready for the day, whether it's completely routine or whether it's a weekend and you want to be a little bit spontaneous and open-minded, I believe so much in the energy game, mental energy, physical energy, in order to do our best and have progress. I always talk about progress because I think that for me, I really learned that progress equals happiness moving forward in any area of life whether it's you know house or kids or personal or self care or business or whatever it is we want to have momentum we want to you know learn new things do more things have more experiences grow in some way so for me in order to do all of that we need to have energy we need to wake up with energy every day so in this episode I'm going through all my hacks the things I do and the things I've learned that really help me have maximum energy every day. We're going to talk about physical energy and mental energy, because I think a lot of times when people ask me, so, you know, people who follow my Instagram stories, maybe I'll have like a crazy week of back-to-back things people will be like, how do you have so much energy? And a lot of it pulls into mental energy. You know, even when I'm physically feeling tired, I prime myself if something's important to me or someone that I love, I prime myself to have the mental energy to to make it happen and make it really show up 100%. And for me, I really always try to do things full out, all effort, full out. If I commit to something, I really want to give it my all. And for me, I have to have energy. I have to show up with energy in order to do that. So life's an energy game. Let's talk about how to have the most energy in each day. First, sleep. Get enough sleep and get good quality sleep. I'm going to do an entire episode on sleep because I think it's so interesting and so important and something that so many people struggle with. Uh, But I want to touch on it here and I want to talk about planning out your sleep. For me, and I have been notoriously not great about this one, but I've made it a priority more lately because I think sleep is just so important. And for me, the only way that I really shifted and made myself get more sleep is to set up a routine to where I'm making myself go to bed at a certain time if I am going to wake up at five. I love waking up at five. I love getting my workout in before the whole house is awake and before my emails and my text messages are dinging with work. So, I have to wake up at five, but I wasn't setting a real bedtime. So, I just simply wasn't getting enough sleep. I'd wake up with bags in my eyes. I'd still wake up at five, but I'd be pushing myself. You know, I, I would be pushing myself with mental energy, mental strength, but really physically, my body was still tired. So, my first piece of advice, absolutely, if you don't already have one, is to set up a routine, an actual sleep routine where you're going to commit. And so for me, I try to be in bed at 9 and asleep by 10. So whether I'm hanging out with my husband or, you know, we're watching something, whatever, I try to be in bed at 9, asleep by 10, wake up at 5. And then if I can do this most days, now this definitely doesn't happen every day, but if I can do this most days, I'm getting enough sleep and I'm feeling feeling really, really good. I'm again about the routines at night. I'm so big on going to sleep feeling good, and if you can um, not be on social media right before bed, do the things that like wind you down and give you mental clarity and some reflection on the day, some planning for the next day. That's how I've learned I sleep the best if if my mind's not like racing or scrolling or going going going, and then I shut my eyes and then I wake up and then I scroll again. For me, I've been much better lately about letting myself have that sort of downtime, decompression time, reflection time, and planning time. I have better sleep. I have better routine, and everything. The days don't feel like they just kind of like go into the next. You know, so often we feel like the the days just kind of roll into the next day, and it's kind of Groundhog's Day ish. For me, making myself set a bedtime and having you know, getting rid of kind of those things that are a fun escape, but it wasn't the best for me mentally and wasn't the best for me wind down. So I love taking a warm, or uh, super hot shower because I love hot, hot. I love hot, hot, and I love cold, cold, and we'll get into that. But a hot shower or a super hot bath, um, wind my body down. A lot of times if I feel stiff, I'll even do like a little bit of stretching before bed, not like five minutes. Just kind of I'll do some stretching and then I'll take a hot shower, get in jammies and get cozy. And for me, I'm just kind of like moving my body and then I'm changing my state. I really believe in changing your physical state for a mental change. So that's why I love hot showers. That's why I love cold showers. And that's why I love a little bit of a stretch. So good sleep, getting enough sleep, setting a routine and kind of priming your body for relaxation and ultimate sleep has really, really been key for me. Okay, we touched on showers, so we gotta get into the cold showers. Cold showers gives me so much energy. If there's one hack that I've done done differently in the last year that's completely changed my energy game, it is cold showers. If you have not heard me talk about this, you have to go back to my episode, How to Be Awesome at Getting Uncomfortable, and it's mostly about taking cold showers and the value of that. So, so many health benefits associated with taking cold showers, and it also kind of like, T- like tightens up my body you know it, f- it feels like it tightens up my skin I, I c- it's so freezing I contract my body I can track my abs and it gives me energy because I mean a lot of times to be honest I kind of yell through it like cold shower like it makes me feel like a tiger in there and it just gives me energy in the morning I never do it at night because I want to wind down I don't want to I don't want to go to bed being a tiger leaping out of bed I only do it in the morning so in the morning. I take my normal hot shower. I do my business, wash my hair, whatever it is. And then for the last full two minutes, I take a freezing shower, turn the dial all the way as much as it goes, freezing. And for me, it just makes me feel alive and awake. It Like, like I told you, it changes my body state, like instantly, it changes your state. It changes your mind. It makes you, it puts you a little bit in survival mode and it sucks, but it's also so awesome. It's like, you know, the best uncomfortable pain you could ever put on yourself. But I walk out of the shower a different person than the way I walked in. Because I, first of all, I made myself toughen through it. I didn't turn it off after 10 seconds. So it makes me tougher. It makes me more durable. It it makes me more confident because I'm like, I did that. Whatever happens today, I got this. I just love it. I think that it gives me physical energy. It gives me mental energy. It gives me strength. And, you know, it wakes you up. You can't keep going into the same next day, next day, like, you know, routine. You know, sometimes you wake up and you're like, what did I even do last week? Like, you know, it, this wakes you up. This is a physical change that wakes you up. And it's like, hello, good morning. Let's do this day. I love it. And I think it's so powerful. So if you haven't got on the cold shower train, you have to do it. Also, if you are interested in cold showers and you want to do like a deeper dive, on Netflix, the Goop specials. There's a Goop special on like cold plunges, and it's like the extreme of the cold plunges. They have a whole episode on it. It's really interesting. I just I love cold showers. I would love to do one of those extreme challenge cold plunges, um, just because I think it's it's so interesting, and I love challenging the body and mental and doing things that seem uncomfortable, very uncomfortable, but pushing through it and and how you feel afterwards, I love it. So anyways, if you're interested in cold showers and cold plunges, check out that um, Goop episode on Netflix. So, so good. Okay, so in energy, I always say good food, good mood. It's just, that's why I believe so much in eating as many whole foods as possible because what you put in your body is going to you know reflect the energy that you have. We all know, like, sometimes you're just craving something like this, you know, massive, you know, hot fudge sundae or something, and it's so delicious. And I fully believe you should live life when you want to have that stuff. You should, you should, you know, never deprive yourself. But on the regular, I really believe you should give your body food for fuel good food, whole foods, as much whole foods as possible, because it gives you energy. I can't tell you how many times. I've you know, done trial and error with different things and realized that I was eating things that were weighing me down. And after, you know maybe I'd have energy in the morning, but then I had lunch and then it just wasn't the right thing that made my body feel good. And then I was just drained, slow and sluggish and tired because I just wasn't fueling my body. And a lot of times I would have something healthy. So maybe I would have you know some sort of salad with lots of veggies and chicken and whatever. But then maybe afterwards, I'd have a bag of like chips, like, but I always eat like as um, healthy of chips as possible, like cauliflower puffs or something like that. And I like those, but I really realized lately that just because I'm not used now to eating very many processed packaged foods, even just something like that was enough to kind of like, I don't know. I mean, I'm a person with gut issues. You've probably heard my functional medicine um, podcast and things like that. So I have probably more sensitive than other people. But that was kind of enough to like weigh me down and just kind of make me sluggish. And so for me, if I really want to have that, I'll have that maybe later in the day when I don't have to, when I don't have as many hours ahead of me and as many things that I want to do and tackle. Um, Especially during the day, I really try to eat fuel foods, foods that are going to fuel my mind and fuel my body, give me energy. And a lot of this is trial and error and it's going to be different for different people. I know I have friends who are just like, gluten just is like, even, they don't have a sensitivity, they've had testing, they don't have that, but it just doesn't make them feel great. If they have, you know, like a massive sandwich or, you know, a whole pizza, you know, then they just feel sluggish and worn down and like energy zapped down to zero. So I think doing trial and error with food is so huge when we're talking about energy and having strong energy game and figuring out what foods make you feel make give you energy and what foods make you feel sluggish what makes what foods make you feel like you know like you've got that I keep using the word fuel but i've got that fuel to then proceed on and you just didn't get that like gut bomb of food to where you're like oh my god all right what do i need to do next it's like the least amount of like movement or energy possible no we want to like keep it going so i like to plan out those splurges and those things to where it makes the most sense for my body and it makes the most sense kind of for my day. So if I'm gonna have something like that, I'll have it more in the evening time when I'm relaxing and winding down and I'm not like you know trying to run around and tackle all a whole bunch of stuff and chase kids around and pick, keep the house picked up and run a business and all the other things. So good food, good mood, eat as many whole foods as possible and lots of trial and error for your body specifically to figure out what foods feel like the best good fuel foods drinks, alcohol, let's talk about alcohol. So I love celebrating. I love champagne. I love, um, a, you know, a champagne and a pineapple. I love a skinny watermelon vodka drink. I think that for me and for my friends and my husband and stuff, that's one of the ways that we socialize and have fun by having some drinks every now and then. So, but I know that alcohol definitely zaps my energy That you know later that day or the next day, even if I don't drink a lot, it just does, and I think it's that way for a lot of people. So because it is so fun, I just pick the times that are really worth it, and then I have my champagne then. So I don't drink that often, but when I do, like I said, I go for it. I believe in living, and I think that cocktails and um, eating and drinking—it's you know such a full experience, and it's so much fun. I never want to you know deprive myself of that, and I don't think that you should. But I've really realized in my life and as I get older, energy, I mean, alcohol definitely zaps my energy. And so, again, it's trial and error. I think figure out maybe certain alcohols make you feel like I know a lot of people just feel like champagne makes them feel like awful, like worn out and just not. For me, it's like the bubbles and the energy. I kind of have the opposite with it. So I think, again, trial and error, figure out what works for you pick those times that's really worth it if you feel like um if you feel like drinking uh does zap your energy pick the times that are worth it and maybe don't drink quite as often just to keep your energy going you know like if you have you know whatever number of cocktails it is for you there's no way the next day very unlikely you're going to feel 100% max energy so i just kind of try to save it for when you know i try to pick those times when i really want to have those special cocktails or, or wine or champagne. Like I said, I think it's so fun. But I've learned for me, it definitely doesn't give me more energy. It gives me less energy. So I just kind of pick and choose when I do it. Let's talk about caffeine. I know a lot of people are like, you must drink a ton of coffee, especially when I'm posting a bunch of things or doing a kid's party or photo shoot or something like that. I don't drink any caffeine ever. And I'm not against it. Like I'm not, I don't think that there's a huge benefit to not. I just like, as far as like health-wise, I don't think there's a huge downside, but I just like to feel how I feel. Like I want to know how I feel. I don't do energy drinks ever. First of all, I think they're most of them are packed with things that are not great for us. Even if they're zero calorie, that doesn't mean they don't have all this extra stuff that aren't great for us. So I do no energy drinks. And I would definitely um recommend cutting those out if you're doing those. But I know a lot of people love coffee. And I think there's I think there's nothing wrong with that. Coffee or teas, things with caffeine. For me, I like to feel how I feel. I like to know how I feel. I don't want to have to have a stimulant to have energy. I want to make sure I'm doing the right things and fueling my body and doing the right things to have mental and physical energy without any stimulant. So I do no caffeine, and I think that's kind of like part of the secret for me. Um, Other secrets, other hacks, control your day. I talk a lot lately about having a routine and controlling your day. Because I think a lot of times, and I really looking back on routines I've had in the past and different stages I've been with different things, I really realized that I wasn't always being my most efficient. So a lot of my energy was going, a a lot of my energy was going in places that weren't that efficient. So maybe instead of planning ahead and doing grocery shopping, you know, twice a week. I just wasn't planning great and then I was going like every day, which is, you know, it's just everything you do expends energy to load up and especially if you take your kids and you go to the grocery store, you do all that, you unpack it, you prep it. It's just a lot of energy. And I've realized things like that that I've been able to change and not give my energy to things that I can be more efficient with. You know what I mean? So I think that controlling your day and having a routine that you do most days, and also planning ahead of time. I work so much more, I mean, maybe this sounds like an old person as I'm getting old, but I work so much more based on a plan for the day, rather than on the fly. Because I feel like I am able to be more efficient, I'm spending my time in better ways, and I'm not giving my energy to things that are zapping it, you know, to where I get, you know, I'm doing the same things over and over. Like the grocery store example, you, you, first of all, it takes so much time and then it gives so much energy. Maybe you have three main things you want to get done that day, but you wake up, you realize you don't have any groceries. You go out, maybe the whole process is an hour, maybe it's an hour and a half, but it's not just the time. It's the energy. You come back with not as much energy for those three main goals you had for the day, just because everything we do kind of, you know, takes some energy. So I really think that by me having a routine for most days and having a plan going into the day. So I try to have my routine set or my my kind of plan for the next day, the night before, or if not, when I wake up and when I'm exercising, I'll kind of like write out my plan for the day and I'm still spontaneous. It's not like I can't go off the list, but I found that I'm able to be much more efficient and I'm not wasting as much time because I'm mapping things out. I'm planning ahead of time. And I'm allowing myself to give energy towards the things I really want to get done the most in the day. You know, being efficient with things and having a good plan is so necessary. So you're not giving energy to things that you don't want to. And talking about routine, one of my best hacks ever, if, you've, if you're if you multitasking, if you're zoning out, focus back in with me here because this is so good do the hardest things or the things that need the most focus first in the day. It has been proven that these are your most productive hours and it totally makes sense. We wake up, we have the most energy. I always try to figure out when I'm planning out my day, what's the most important to me? Like what, what has a, first of all, what has a deadline or what needs to be done first what's the hardest or the most time-consuming or the most difficult or needs the most focus or what's a writing something something that needs the most focus and I think a lot of us just get the easy things done first because we want to knock them off the list you wake up you're like okay how can I get through my list done 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 we knock things off the list but then the most important things often don't get done or they're left till the end of the day when we have less energy naturally it's the end of the day so I really try to prioritize and put my hardest things or the things that need the most focus straight at the beginning of the day. So I wake up, I exercise. I think that exercise is so important when talking about an energy game. And it's interesting because I talk about, okay, you know, everything you do um, expends energy and it does, you know, expend energy and it gets you tired. But in the best way, you're moving your body and you're sweating and you're stretching And for me, I would exercise if it didn't make me look better at all, because I love how it makes me feel. I love the sweat. I love the stretch. I love feeling strong. I love the mental clarity and the headspace that comes with moving your body and challenging your body and getting uncomfortable and working through the discomfort. And I think that working out at the very beginning of your day is key. Like I wake up at five o'clock. I put my my clothes on, I get some water. And, you know, really by like 515, I make sure I'm in the gym exercising, whether it's super intense, and I, I can really like push it, or if I'm nursing an injury, and I need to go a little bit more mellow, whatever it is on the spectrum of it, I do some sort of exercise every day, even if we're traveling, or, or I have to wake up super early for something or whatever it is, I do some sort of exercise, even if it's, even if i if i have if i can't fit it in or something happens or the kids don't sleep or someone doesn't feel well whatever i will always get 10 or 15 minutes in i'll do like a crazy high impact uh, or just high intensity like a hit cardio session for like 15 minutes at least i moved my body and sweat and um just got it in for me if i don't move my body in the morning i just don't have the same physical energy during the day and mental energy too I just think the best way you can start your day is moving in some way. It could just be stretching or yoga or an online class or getting outside and getting some fresh air and some vitamin D and going for a run. I just think it gives you energy. You know how, like, the more you sit, the more you sit? Like, I'm kind of the type, I don't, I try not to, like, I don't sit very much in general, just because I like to be active. But you know how, like, once you kind of get lazy on a lazy Sunday, like, the more you sit, the more you sit. So I just think if you get up and get your body moving, the more I move, the more I move. So if you're not already doing that, I think that that might be a really great way to step up your energy game is to exercise first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, come back, take your hot shower, then take your freezing cold shower. And now you're tough and you're ready for the day. You've already pushed yourself. You've worked out physically, which yes, makes you tired, but also gives you energy. And then do your hardest things of the day. The things that need the most focus, prioritize and plan it. Don't just let the day, you know, kind of take over and, and deal with the fire drills and the things that happen, but have a real plan. And sometimes it's so hard. I mean, sometimes I literally am like having to kind of like ward off all the distractions and all the things and I'll have to, you know, stop and help my kids and Stop and do this and stop and answer a work question, answer a call, someone's at the front door, all the different things that happen. But in general, I really try to have a plan and stay focused and give as my full energy, when I have that max energy at the front of the day, my most important priorities and the things that might be the toughest. Now, let's be honest, lots of this is mental. So if you're, if you're, you have to stop telling yourself you're tired, even if you are tired. You know how if you keep saying something in your mind and you keep telling people, like, how are you? Oh, I'm tired. It makes you more tired. Even if I didn't get enough sleep and even if I am tired, I'll still tell myself, I got this. Like, you know, I'm going to push through it. Today's today's awesome. This is what we're going to do. I I push through with the mental energy even when my physical energy is lacking. And I control my headspace and the talk I have about my energy. It's really interesting how you can fully change your energy based on the talk in your head. You know, like of course you feel how you feel and you should always be honest with yourself and and feel the feelings, but I also think you can control your feelings. And so often what we tell our mind is, you know, what comes out in our day and in our energy. So by telling even if you're drained and you're exhausted, by not keep by if you keep repeating that then then it comes out that way. And you've now you've convinced yourself of that. When really maybe you're not actually that tired or that exhausted. And I also, on those times when I am really tired, then I'll just kind of adjust my priorities. Okay, that's gonna have to wait till tomorrow because that's super, you know, cleaning out the guest bedroom closet is gonna be like super physical. I'm gonna be slow and I'm gonna resent it right now. That's not the game plan. That's gonna have to happen tomorrow. And today, I'm going to be more productive with things on the computer or some sort of, you know, organizing project where I'm just kind of sitting and organizing or something like that. So, I'll prioritize to where if I'm tired, I don't just call it like, oh, I'm too tired to do anything today. Now, I'll just pick the things that are the most appropriate for the energy level that I do have. It's impossible for all of us to be at 110% energy level all the time, but if you control your headspace and You know, tell yourself the positive things to have the mental energy and the mental strength and stop telling yourself how tired you are and then pick the things that make the most sense for the physical energy and the mental energy that you do have. Some days you can be wiped with either or physical energy or mental energy. You can just be like, I am done, but then pick the thing that you can still give energy to. You know what I mean? Like may, maybe you had something really emotional happen and you had a super draining weekend or you super draining day the day before or something to where you're just like, I am just done. My kids push me to my max. My mental energy is drained. Then do something physical that makes you feel good or gets you closer to your goals. And then the reverse. Like if I am physically exhausted, maybe I did a really hard work workout. My muscles are sore. You know, maybe a kid was up in the middle of the night, or maybe I worked way too late. I just don't have the physical energy. I'll still wake up. I still do my routine. I do a workout, even if it has to be modified. And then that day, rather than telling myself, oh my God, I am so physically tired. I can barely get up and down the stairs. Then, like I said, I'll pick the things that I want to get done, but it makes sense with the amount of energy. So then I'll like rely more on my mental energy rather than my physical energy. You know what I mean? So. I just think it's one of those things where you have to control what you're telling yourself in your mind and what you're saying, like the words you're saying to other people. Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm exhausted. And, you know, you may feel that way, but the more you say it, the more it becomes true and the more it manifests and the more you believe it when, like I said, I think a lot of times you just might not be that tired. You just keep telling yourself. So then you feel that way. And I think, like I said, sometimes you just got to get up off the couch more sitting leads to more sitting, more laying needs to more laying. And listen, if you need a day to lay, do it. But if you're doing this day after day, and you feel like I need a change, I need to, I need more energy, just go get momentum. I am so obsessed with the concept of momentum. And I don't even know how I'm going to do, I guess, how to be awesome at having momentum, but I have not even figured that out. But I'm so interested in the whole concept of momentum. It's very interesting to me. I did a podcast called how to be awesome at speed over perfection because I'm so all about stop trying to be perfect just get up and go start running even if it's a hundred miles in the wrong direction at least you're running and having experiences and you've learned and then turn around and go back the other way this is kind of the same thing I believe so much in momentum and getting going and moving your body or moving your mind and just giving yourself the energy in all these different ways figuring out what works for you is key here. You know, and I think that's the first step is being super mindful of your body and test things out. What makes you feel sluggish and slow and what makes you feel alive and awake and ready for anything. So if it's food, if it's exercise, if it's routine, if it's the amount of sleep you need, all of it, you have to be mindful of your body and test things out. Be open to new ideas and wanting to say, yes, I'm up for it, rather than, oh, no, I am way too exhausted for that. Having lots of energy to give each day is just such an awesome thing. And I really hope this episode inspired you to look at your current energy level and the routines and the hacks you can implement to take it to the next level and wake up with, honestly, next level energy and continue it throughout your entire day. I think you will love it and I think it will make you feel awesome. Thank you so much for listening and cheers to stepping up our energy game.